Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell, and you are tuned in to Women in Hip Hop Podcast. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And today, I'm very excited for obvious reasons. I am here with the breakout star of Love and Hip Hop Miami, Yay! Amada La Negra. Oh, my God. That was some extra R's in the <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation. I'm so happy to be here. And anything that that is to support women and empower women, I'm always up for it. So Yes, yes, yes. So I know that. I've been following you, and I'm very pleased with what you're doing. Amen. Yes, and of course, your beauty is very intriguing. Oh, thank you. You're beautiful, too. Thank you very much. Okay, now let's get to it. So I already know how this show goes. How does I like it to go? give oh people she doesn't know. Oh my god, I'm scared. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I just like to give people like a backstory. I know we watch on Love and Hip Hop Miami. I know you kind of tell your story, but right. you share that platform with so many other cast members. Right. So for here, it's just to kind of say, you know, yeah, where you from, and just how you got to be and who you are today. Okay, so I was born and raised in Miami. My parents are Dominican, mm -hmm. so obviously I consider myself a you know Dominican. Um, I grew up very cha-cha, like I say, very Latina. <laughs> um, I studied as a child star when I was four years old in this show called Sábado Gigante. I was there for six years every Saturday. Then I became a backup dancer for the channel, um, doing Latin Grammys, Premio Nuestro, all these big awards. Um, then I started doing commercials for Disney and little by little, it just kind of like evolved. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't something that happened overnight. I always knew what I wanted to be and I pursued it from a very early age. I'm very grateful that my mom supported me a hundred percent. And, um, and then little by little, like I said, that's the reason why I'm here today. I've been putting in that work. You have <laughs> since day one, fact, literally. Let me, as a matter of fact, let me start. Oh, my God. Let's toast to yes, you. Yes, we're toasting. We're doing this since day one. Yes, we're doing this <laughs> with water because it's very healthy to drink water. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't put me out of blast. <laughs> my viewers know better than that. Oh, okay, well, yeah, she's making me have a shot. All right. <laughs> well, first, I want to ask you, your name is Dana. Diana. Diana? Yes. Okay, so Google's wrong. That's Google love, is wrong. That's why I love to have a guest here to Google clarify. is wrong. I've been trying to figure out who put that out there. That my name is not Dana. It, it, it says Dana Danelis. Or Donna. Dan um, it's Say Diana Danelis. Danelis. Yes, Danelis. Diana Danelis de los Santos. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Where did Amara La Negra come from? Amara. Okay, so I used to be in this girl group called Amara. It was like it was five of us. Mm -hmm. It was back when Destiny's Child started, mm -hmm. and then everybody wanted to be Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, Oh my God, we should do a group. Um, then one of the girls got pregnant, 
And then the other one fell in love with some guy. And then none of them were, were focused. And I was the only one that no matter how much I can like someone or whatever the case may be, nothing will get mm. me unfocused from my career. Mm. So the fact that, that they went through that, I decided to keep the name because it means eternal beauty. And, and, and somewhere in Google, I saw that it's, it meant um, like woman of cinnamon skin or something like that. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, my God, that is so perfect. And I don't know a lot of Amaras or I don't know any Amaras at all. So then I said, I'm going to be Amara. And then La Negra, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Right. A lot of people didn't remember my name. So it would be like, what's La Negra's name? What's the little black girl's name? La Negra. And then it just stuck. Amara La Negra. How did that feel being um, called the, the little La Negra. La Negra? Yeah. The thing is that for us, we say it, we say it out of love. We oh, say so it's it a term of, of endearment. It's a, it's a term okay. of endearment. Like you say, ah, la flaca, the skinny one, or the fat one, or the chunky, or whatever. La Negra is, is not a bad thing for us. Obviously, there's people that don't use it properly. <laughs> but if you say, ay, mi negrita, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Now, with the other uh, members of the group, Amara, do you still talk to them? Where no, are they today? No, that I have no idea where these girls are. I have never known anything after that. Well, how did you guys get together? Because, you know, like, MySpace. Destiny Child, no way. MySpace. So you guys didn't, like, grow up together. Y'all no. wasn't, like, in school together. No. And it wasn't, like, a natural. No, it was collective. MySpace. It was back in MySpace. They were doing an audition. They put it out there, looking for a girl for girl group. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, my God, I had to audition. Because what about maybe we can be Destiny's Child? You never know. Right. So then that's how it happened. And we didn't last very long mm. at all, but it's okay. Did you get along with them? Okay, no. So, yeah, about that. We we did. We okay. did, but not really. Oh, okay. Um, it's funny that you compared with the Destiny Child because you was compared to Beyonce on the show and that oh, was a God. big ordeal. Oh, and I'm gonna get to that in no, a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna get to that in a second. But talk to me about the term Afro Latina. Okay. What do you because wanna know? I just feel like Do you being know anything Detroit, about Latina? But this is the thing, that's why I'm gonna like really express it because I and I love this podcast because I speak from a fan's perspective and sometimes I speak from an ignorant perspective because right. I want to learn. Okay. And I think it's okay to say, yo, I don't know. That's fine. Because I think when you watch the show Love and Hip Hop Miami, not to bounce all over the place, but the um, the back and forth between you and Young Hollywood, which is kind of crazy because he is, you know, Latino. But even he seemed to be a little ignorant when it came to what that term really means. So now after moving to New York, when I was like 19 back in the day, um, I'm originally from Detroit. So I didn't know what none of that meant um, growing up until I moved here. So please, for the people out there that's not really sure what Afro-Latina is, break it down. It's really not that hard. <laughs> My race, I'm black. I don't okay. think we have to break that down. Um, culturally and everything else, I'm Latina. Um, I grew up in a, in a home where only Spanish was spoken. My mom doesn't know any English. None of my family members know any English. Mm. I think there's a big, of which I spoke about that in the last interview that I had. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, because um, Dominicans or people that are Afro-Latino don't consider themselves black. It's not that we don't consider, consider ourselves black. It's that there's a misconception for us being, if you say black, means African-American. Because the way that the system is set up over here, it's either you're Caucasian, you're black, which means African-American, mm -hmm. you are Latino, which everybody's put in a pot, even though that we're there's Colombians, Hondurans, Cubans, Dominicans, there's like so many of us, but they consider us uh, all Latinos just put us in a box. Mm -hmm. So that's really what happens. Um, and then 
I just feel like a lot of people feel ignorant as far as Afro-Latinos and their culture is because there isn't a lot of exposure of Afro-Latinos on TV or in the entertainment industry for the most part. Mm -hmm. So which is one of the reasons why I'm really fighting for it because I feel that there should be more representation of people that look like myself in the Latin community. Therefore, that would help as well for people not to feel as if like, oh, there's no way that you can be black and also be Latin. Right. You know, something has to be wrong. No, there's nothing wrong. Is it? There's more people on the other side of the world. Everything is not just here and what you see on social media and what you see on the news. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what it is. Um, so I do understand why people can be confused. I don't, I don't like to treat the ignorance with violence or being aggressive or being you know what I, mean? like, I don't i'd rather just educate people and inform them because i can't be mad at you if you just don't know exactly and so. say you don't know i think it's okay yeah it's to okay say to say you that you don't know. know i don't know mad stuff like i have no idea of like a lot of things and i'm cool to ask and get informed and learn like you should always be open to learning yes yes now when did you first hear the term afro latina latina hey this meal um <laughs> I don't really think that it was like when I first learned it. It's like, when, when did you first hear that you were black? Oh, since day one. Exactly. The same okay. thing for me. It's like, like when did you know but that Afro, you were black? Latina? Exactly. Like that. Because I feel like if that was the case, then why are there women out there that look like you that may not, res it may not we, resonate with them that they're Afro-Latina? Like a young Hollywood. Like, why doesn't he know about Afro-Latina? I guess it we seems like you know because maybe from day one... That was brought to your attention. So, for some, do you think that a lot of them didn't grow up with that term I in their think, household? I think that a lot of them maybe may have not grown with the term, right? Or maybe because I always grew up with the term. Or black. Maybe, I couldn't run from being black, child. Right. I can't <laughs> run from being black either. Right. So, and I can't run from being black, and I can't run from being Latina either, because right. my mom is like lighter than you a little yeah. bit, but my father is probably a little bit darker than the camera guy. Like he's very, very dark skinned. So there's such a mix of, of, of call of, um, sure. of shades and, and yeah. shapes in my family on my mom's side of the family. They have very European features and they're yeah. very fair skin, yeah. but on my father, they're very dark skinned and the women have small waist, big butts, big mm -hmm. hips. So it's so versatile that for me, it was like a natural, normal thing. So, it's not that it's funny to me that it's different for other people. It's right. just that I always grew up in it, so there was nothing special about it. That's mm -hmm. just who we are. So you always grew up with that term in your household. Yeah, always. yeah. Good. You're, you're you're black, like you know what I mean. And and if anything, you're Afro Latina, and that's what just what it means. You come from African descent. You're you're black. Like we could be Latinos. But mm -hmm. amongst the Latinos, you have light skin with maybe blue eyes and blonde hair or whatever. And then you have Afro-Latinos. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
kind of helps you understand that they come from African descent. Their features might be different. Their hair texture, they might look like me. So that's just the breakdown, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now talk to me about colorism. Because it seemed like since you hit that love and hip-hop stage, honey. Uh And I know after a while, because you've done a lot of interviews, so it's probably coming across a little redundant at this point. But I do feel like you have become, but this may be your calling, right? It is. Um, You might have became the poster child in this era to kind of break down what that is. Growing up, I've always been faced with that. I'm sure a lot of black women have been faced with that. Black people, period. But for whatever reason, it seemed like it came as a shock when you and Hollywood had your back and forth about it. Right. So, I mean, when did you first experience colorism? So, because I started at a very early age, mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of beauty pageants and stuff like that. Um, I think that I personally felt it when I was like about four or five years old. Mm-hmm. I can still remember um, when I was in that TV show, Salo Gigante with Don Francisco, um, I was the only black girl in the group. And either they would put me in the middle or they would put me in the back because they just didn't know how to place me. So it it didn't look awkward. Mm -hmm. So then that already made me feel some type of way. I also remember going to um, get my hair done, you know, hair, makeup, make sure that you're good to go on set. And one of the hairstylists told my mom, you need to perm her hair or do something because her hair is unmanageable. We don't have time for that. Because for other girls that have different textures of hair, all you have to do is brush, brush, put in a ponytail, get out. But when you have, you know, my kind of texture of hair, you have to put in a little bit of work. So those a little little, bit of edge control. Yeah. So a little. (laughs) So you know, I remember my mom looking at me with this face, like Mm. that. It it just. I knew that it had just gotten started. I knew that this was going to be the beginning of something that was going to be tough. But I also knew that I had to be strong for it. So I went through the whole colorism many, many, many times growing up. Um, you know, jokes in school, even in, even in the Latin schools, because I grew up in Miami, where there's a lot of Latin community. Um, and even the little kids would say little stupid comments, because, you know, kids are very blunt. They, they have no filters. Um, sometimes they, it's innocent that they do it, right. but sometimes it's just them being mean and there were a lot of comments like oh you're you know you're a monkey you're this Mm. you're that all types of stuff in the moment i felt bad with time i understood that you know they were just being kids and there was just ignorance but unfortunately you realized that at four or five six years old that kids were just being kids no i i took it to the heart okay with time yeah with time i did get to understand not to mention that my mom was always there because i would always run to my mom like oh my god yeah but my mom always made sure to to tell me that you're beautiful you're a queen don't let anybody make you feel that you're inferior than anybody she was always there persistent every single day to make sure that i grew up with a strong personality and a strong character which i'm very grateful for hi mom hey mom (laughs) well since you're bringing up mommies i do want to shout out mines as well because my mother is very light i think even lighter than your mother really yeah so she made it a point to tell me I was beautiful every day too and I remember feeling bad for her because I felt like she had to do that for me not that she didn't believe I was right, beautiful right. but I faced those same obstacles of being called you know growing up in, in the states they'll say you know no one is 100% black right Right. And I remember even my own relative, I'm not going to say which brother. Right. But it's all good, you know, because yeah. I have nine siblings and we're all a different shade. Oh, wow. Same okay. mother, same father, too. And my father is darker, like a little bit your complexion, maybe even darker. Yes. 
So, you know, it's a mixture. Right, right, right. So I'm like the best blend of them both, I will say. But I'm the darkest. Oh, okay. Sister, like girl in the family. And yes. I have some brothers that's my complexion. And um, they was like, well, she is. She's 100% black. And it was like a joke. And my mother like beat his ass. And was like, don't talk like that about her. And she yeah. pulled it to the side and just really had to tell me I was beautiful. So I understand right. what what that did for you. Right. Um, do you, you ever spoke to your mother about that? Like what that did for her? Like. Like what did that teach you? I guess for your mother to do that to you. You know that in my in my country, um, and not just in my country, in many countries, and and a lot of people have that brainwashed mentality, which yeah. to me is self hate. But mm-hmm. let's not get into that. Um, they used to tell her that you can't be with no black man because you need to better the race, meaning that you don't want your daughter to come out with nappy hair, and you know what I mean. You don't want her to come out with like a big nose and big lips, and you don't want that because that's ugly. That's bad. So when you have that type of mentality that's being passed on from generation to generation to generation, yeah. Um, thankfully that wasn't my case because I I'm, I love my skin color and I love my my features and I love just who I am and my butt and my. You've always and, loved it, even when you were going through. I I no I didn't I yeah. didn't always love it I was bulimic for a very long time and nobody mm-hmm. really knew about it I was hospitalized and that's something I never really talk about mm-hmm. I was hospitalized because I would eat and I would throw up I always felt fat I always felt that I was you know my body wasn't ever good enough now that people are like oh my god you're naked all the time and you showed naked pictures what are you doing I've gotten to that point where I'm confident I like my dimples and I like my stretch marks and I like who I am and I like the way my thick thighs I like it before. I was always trying to mock the girls that I saw on TV, the girls on the magazines. Her arms are skinny. Her legs are skinny. Um, you know, why do I have so much butt? What's wrong with my hips? Like, what is wrong with it? No matter how much exercise I do, it won't go away. So it took me a long time to understand that's just part of who you are. You're not meant to be like her. That's just who she is. Mm-hmm. You need to find you. So once I was able to accept that, now I embrace it. And I'm showing all <laughs> of this to everybody. We see all of that. And just in case y'all don't, go to her Instagram. Go go for it, yes. <laughs> How long did you deal with being um, bulimic and um, bulimia? I dealt, I dealt with it for many years. And I'll tell you that you never recoup 100%. Really? Once you go through something like that, you will never recoup 100%. You will always feel triggered. It's, it's a mindset. Um, How did you get out of it? Um, I don't know. It just, it was, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you've gained a lot of weight and there comes one day that you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I'm so fucking fat. Like, you know what I mean? It takes that one day that you notice. Same thing. It was that one day that I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to stop doing this. And whoever doesn't love me like it, like this and oh, well, and that was just what it was. But it took me a very long time. I originally, um, you know, before that was waiting 230 pounds. I know. I How lost. How tall are you? Five seven, a little bit, like almost Ooh. five eight. I lost. You're juicy. Yes, <laughs> I lost the weight dancing. I was dancing four hours, you know, at a time every day, mm-hmm. and that also triggered me, you know, feeling that I would that I didn't look like the rest of the dancers. Mm-hmm. So it was just all that together that I, like I said, I never talk about this. this. Is probably one of the very few interviews I've ever really spoken about it. Well, we appreciate you opening up about but it. But I think it's okay. I want people yeah. to get informed and I know that there's a lot of people out there and a lot of women who feel ashamed of their bodies, of their of the way that they look, of their dimples, of their cellulite, of everything. Don't feel ashamed of that. There's only, listen, there will never be another one of you. Mm-hmm. So all those imperfections you have make you beautiful. There's only one of you ever in the planet. Mm-hmm. I want to so. close that um, off because I think it's important. Again, thank you for sharing that. Of course. 
I swear, child, colorism, yes. And now you're talking about this. You're really going to be like a beacon of hope and light. Amen. These young girls coming up. Was there a pivotal moment that you can remember where you was like, I'm going to stop making myself throw up. I'm not doing this anymore. And if so, what was it? Like, what was going on? At that time, that I she mean, was like, I'm not doing this. Anymore. I mean, besides the fact that I got, besides the fact that I got hospitalized and I was in the hospital for like two weeks, mm-hmm. um, I was so weak and and it was not a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, after that, I still kept doing it, but I don't, I don't really recall the moment that that really triggered me to stop. I just stopped. Mm-hmm. It's like when you want to stop smoking, you just choose to stop and then you stop. So I did. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to talk to you about what Matthew knows. Because I will say, with your inception into Love and Hip Hop and to us over here in the world, Mm -hmm. and bringing up colorism and all of that stuff, and people acting like they never heard of that before, um, which I thought was crazy, um, especially in the black community. It was like, y'all, we know what it is, you know. Um, I do feel like you sparked a huge conversation to the point where I really think that it reached Matthew Knowles for him to say what he said. Um, Just in case you guys don't know, he said that um, his daughter, Beyonce, wouldn't be as famous as she is today if she wasn't light-skinned. Right. How do you feel about that? Do you agree? Let me look at my publicist real quick. (laughs) Um... No, I mean, like, do you feel, honestly, I just feel that you were the cause of that comment I coming just, from I just, Matthew I just knows. That, I just feel that if, if I if I say something that may not be politically correct, people will be like, oh, I can't believe you said that. I'll clarify. We don't want the beehive. Right. I'll okay. clarify this. The reasons why Beyonce made it the way that she did up, up to where she has is because she's a hardworking woman. She's a hardworking woman. She's dedicated. She's responsible. Her, her, her work ethic is crazy. And she's freaking talented. Mm-hmm. We can't take that away from her. Right. However... Did it help? Does it help in the industry for you to be a certain type of shade or whatever the case may be? Does it? It does. Because it's not that I'm making it up. It's that you can see it. There's facts. You, you've you seen it throughout the years. So that's what it is. I, I would never want to take away to say that the only reasons why she made it is because she's light-skinned because that's not true. I don't she, think he was saying that the only reason right, why. Right, right. That would be crazy. That, he said that it did help. But it did help. She wouldn't be as big. It, it did help. Yeah. She wouldn't be as big. I, I, I think it's true. There's a lot of talented people that look like myself, that look like you, mm-hmm. that if they have to pick between us and maybe someone that looks like her or, or a little bit lighter, whatever the case may be, that's just what it is. It's commercially, it's more appealing. Um, and it's unfortunate because I think it's, like I said, many years of brainwash. I think that um, we should figure out a way to change that and give opportunities to every, every person, no matter your nationality or your race, give them more opportunities um, so, I mean, that's a tough one, but that's just what I think. I mean, no, I, I mean, when, he, when, when her father says it, I mean, I don't know how to question that. Because <laughs> he had a lot to do with her career and her getting into the game. So, like, I mean, who he can know me- better than him and, and his mother and her mother? Like, who can know better? I don't really know how to answer that. But like I said, I think I love her. Beyonce, Beyonce is everything to me. The day that I meet you, Beyonce, because I know you're going to watch this. Yes. The day that I meet you, I'm going to cry a little bit because I cry all the time. And I just want to hug you and smell you because you're so awesome. Okay. <laughs> well, do you think you were the cause of him kind of making that statement? Not like the cause, but I, I you don't understand how broad 
that little snippet no. of you on there went like viral. No, I don't think that was a cause because I believe that he's also writing a book or something, mm. and he's been doing it for for Good a point. second now. Um, I just think that I just um, you know, reactivated his thoughts or, or just okay. re- restarted the conversation. Reactivation. But reactivation. <laughs> um, like I said, I think that the Afro Latino community has been put in the shadows for so many years. Yeah. Um, and, and then just talking about the colorism aspect of it, not just the Latino community, but the African American community also stood up for what I was saying and, and understood where I was coming from, why I felt the way that I did. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess that he felt it would be a good time to also talk about it. Talk about support. Right. Talking about that, because you said a lot of people came forth in your um in your favor of the conversation. Alicia Keys. Oh my God. Whoa. Did you guys see that? Alicia Keys posted up on her Instagram. <laughs> she said that I was stunning and she said that I, she thought I was beautiful instead and now. Oh my God. I love Alicia Keys so much. She is so beautiful. She is so talented. I love what she stands up for as well. You know, just to be naturally beautiful, no makeup or whole I always say this is what I truly preach. And mm-hmm. Never feel as if you should change who you are or the way that you look. You know what I mean? To fit society's standards of beauty or to feel beautiful according to what other people think or say that you should be. Like, do whatever makes you feel good. Like Alicia Keys, she doesn't want to wear any more makeup. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's done. You are not obligated to. And I think she's beautiful just like that. So I, the fact that she couldn't see um, what I'm doing and that she knows about what I'm doing and what I stand up for. And that she posted me really meant a lot to me. So I'm grateful for all the people that are supporting me right here on my live as well. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, I want to thank everybody that supports me, everybody who believes in me, every every single person that follows me on all my social media. Thank you guys so much because you guys are helping me make this possible. Yeah. Were you shocked as all hell when she did that? Because you never met her before, right? No, I haven't. I can't wait to meet her. Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta shouted you out Portia, as well. Portia, Portia. So there's a lot of, there's a few of them. Uh, Kalani, to, uh, Kalani, Kalani as well. There's a whole bunch of them. I'm very grateful. Like Yaya I said. was a big one. That yes, I thought Yaya. she. Yaya too. I did speak to her. We did DM a little bit. How did that conversation go? Good. We, we were trying to figure out a way where we can do something together Ooh. to also, you know, um, encourage younger women the same concept, you know, to be yourself. And um, like I said, I love me some Tyra Banks now. Hold up. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're going to do this real smoothly because I love Tyra. And like I said, sometimes, you know, people may say things the wrong way. or And that's really not their intentions. They may have not thought about it truly before they did something. Doesn't mean that they're a bad person or that's truly how they feel. It's just that at the moment, you know, they didn't really think it through all the way. So I thought it would be a good concept, you know, to be able to do something with her. And we're still working on that. Let's see what happens. Shout out to Yaya, man. Yes. I was rooting for you to win this season, too. Yes. Shout out beautiful. to Eva Pickford as well. She's beautiful. But I was team Yaya, I guess. Really? Yeah, I was. I, was I sure. like both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was team Yaya, for sure, for sure. Um, as far as women's history on that, uh, March is coming up. March, Women's History yes. Month. Talk to me about your history coming up. Who were some of the women that you looked up to? Just in case. I, I always talk about the same one because she was really like, she was really like the it thing for me. She was everything. Well, I loved and admired so much Celia Cruz. She was a, <laughs> a worldwide artist. Um, she was so humble. She was beautiful. She was talented. She, she was just an amazing spirit, amazing person. And I was given the honor to perform with her in like three occasions with her as a backup dancer. Mm. And just to share the stage with her meant so much to me. Unfortunately, when she passed away, I didn't really have anybody else to look up to. So mm. I, I automatically had to look into the American art, you know, um, market and look for 
Tina Turner's, Whitney Houston's, Donna Summers, which are amazing, talented women, yeah. but I, I couldn't look in my own community for that role model. I had to look, you know, outside, which kind of sucks to me because now the new generation that's growing up, they don't have that either. They have to look into the Rihanna's and the Nicki Minaj's and the Beyonce's, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think that they should also be able to have people that they can admire and look up to within their own community. Yeah. Now, working with Celia Cruz, is, can you give me your most memorable moment working with her? Yes, I, I remember, and I will always cherish this moment. One day, we were backstage, mm -hmm. and... Um, I have always been very like this, very sassy and very like. <laughs> so um, I was in the in the hallways just dancing and rehearsing, and my mom like lives through me. So my mom was just watching me rehearse, and she would be like, "Put your arms like this and stand like that and smile and da da da." <laughs> and um, Sailor Cruz was coming with her husband. She was just coming from performing, and she told my mom, "Oh my God, she is so adorable. I wish that I can, you know, adopt her." And my mom was like, "Take her, take her," you know, as a joke. <laughs> and then she just hugged me and she looked at me. And it's it's just those moments that I will never forget. She was so awesome. Did she give you like any um, advice that you remember that will forever stick with she you? She never really gave me any advice like that. I just recall, you know. Her um, always admiring my, my beauty from a very early age mm -hmm. and um, and just, you know, her presence. I think that the, the something I'll cherish from her is her presence. There are people that can walk into a room and you just feel that energy, that presence. That's how she was. She just felt naturally big. Mm. I was about to say talking about big, but no, no. no. Wait, talking about <laughs> what type of bigs? What are we talking about? Right, though? it's funny because it's actually going to kind of go there, but I do not go there, go there. Big, uh, clarify. As in your big personality. Oh. Is it difficult for you to date or your dating scene? First of all, are you single? I need you guys to listen <laughs> on my Insta story, um, on my live, and over here on the show. I am currently single. Okay. I am currently single. Um, It's very hard to find... Uh, a man in this industry that will understand, you know what I mean, that I travel, all the things that I do. I have a strong personality. I'm a strong woman. So it's a little bit hard to find a guy that doesn't get intimidated by it. Um, in the meantime, you know, I'm really focused in my career, and, and I pray to God that he does put, you know, my path the right man. So mm. Valentine's Day this year up. is going to be really lonely. Now, when it comes to colors, have you experienced that in the dating scene, though? Because I know for me, yeah. I've had guys say, you're like the one of the few dark-skinned girls I've ever dated, or like the only dark-skinned yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 I have. I have, and, and they make it seem like it's an experiment. Mm. Like, I'm going to try to see, you know, let's try. Let's see, because I've never been with a black girl before mm. or whatever. And I hate it when they make it seem like it's an experiment. Like, I'm a different, like, breed or something like that. Like, it's, like I come like I'm an alien. So it bothers me. So if you haven't dated a black girl before, let me not be your first one. Because I'm not here to, for this whole experimental thing. No. Okay, high five to that, though. <laughs> no, that's what we're not going to do. What type of men do you like for the guys out there? Since you are single and you're yes. looking. Yeah, I'm kind of looking. Waste all of this I'm, not, I'm not looking too hard because I'm busy. But if you slide up in my DMs, I'm gonna look at you. Um, actually, I'm really open minded. I like them to have a big personality, be smart. Um, my mom definitely has to like you, and you can be stingy. There you go. I just said it. Boom. Can't that's be it. But there's I no physical like attributes that physical attributes for the most part. I like guys that have a little tummy. That's just my thing. I don't like guys that are that have like a flat tummy. Like I like to rub on a tummy. 
you don't really like my twin right really? now. Yeah, as far as personalities and kind of like what you've been through. I'm yeah. like, yo, that's so crazy. My friends are watching this. I'm a Libra. <gasps> No, me don't say too. Oh, God. What day? What day? Um, this is scary. That's wait, what I'm like. Wait, what day? The third. I'm the fourth. Girl, bye. <laughs> See how organic this is? Yes. I knew I was a trip. I'm like, why are you like? Like me. Yes. It's a Libra thing. It's a Libra thing. Are you emotional too? Very. I know. And what I love, I love hard. Really? Are you a crier? Uh, I'm a crier. I'm a crier. Behind the scenes, though. Behind the scenes, yeah, I'm a crier. What's up, podcast land? It's your boy C. Diddy, one half of the Realest Podcast ever. Are you tired of the same boring, unoriginal podcast that lack depth, originality, and substance? Well, I got a solution for you. Join us here every Monday and Thursday on Revolt Podcast Network for the Realest Podcast ever, where we bring you the best in entertainment news, fashion, sports, music reviews, politics, and street culture with a mixture of the most powerful guests that you're going to find anywhere on the internet. Join us every Monday and Thursday for the realest podcast ever. I'm so tough. It's a Libra thing. I love it. Awesome. (laughs) Now, um, you know what way to kind of break down just so the guys can really, because I know they really, really want to date you. Who's like your celebrity crush? Oh my God. Um, Elena asked my publicist, can can I say my celebrity crushes? Yes, publicist, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there's this guy, right? Okay. And I think he's so cute. All right. I don't want to say it. Hopefully he's watching your life right no, now. No, 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 I don't want to say it. Okay, so. Don't say it. So I'll say um, people that I find physically attractive. A girl who has a celebrity crush, stop playing. Um, I think that there's, there's this uh, director. Uh, called Director X. I think he's very attractive. He's so smart, and I love intelligent men. Yes. Um, there's Nick Cannon. I think he has a great personality, mm-hmm. and he's such a sweetheart. Libras love personality. I, I'm a personality chick. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really care so much about your physical aspect. I say the same thing. Um, there's you know, a, we like a little belly. And I like a little belly. I like a little, you know what I'm saying? You can eat yeah, up a little everybody bit. Everybody you name does I not will, have a belly. Though. I will feed you. Um, yeah, but... As far as the belly, no, I can give them the belly, but the personality though, uh-huh. it, that has to be on fleek. Who else do we think is cute? Audience, <laughs> I'll take who Nick else do you think is cute? I'll take um Director X. I feel like both of them will find you attractive, especially Director but you X. Know, you know what it is too yeah. is that the smart factor. Like if what? Ooh, go, go. Who? Hey, Alicia back there. Hi, that's my publicist. The publicist. Okay, cool. I just want to say this. I'm an Okay, so. Give me a name. Jay-Z and 50? Like a little thug in you. But the mic won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, can the, does the microphone get hurt? What, is it picking it up? I don't you can slide in real quick. Because I've been one to slide in on a couple of these topics. Oh, you know who to Ebro. What, what she did would pick up, right? Yeah, come, come, come. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I think is cute, too? Look at this. Woman in hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, woman. It's very organic. Show, it's very organic. If you watch the show, you know that I've interviewed 
publicists, um, women within the culture, managers. There you go. All of that. So this is a wait, wait. Thing. What about do, do you know? And, and you gotta excuse me because I've been running around and we literally got on the plane and we just been going. Yeah. Should I say it? Yeah. Oh, we'll share. Can I share this with her? Yes, yes, yes. It'll probably pick up all of it. All right. Come on. We're having girl talk. Here we go. Yay! Okay. Pass that cup. Now that I have a cup. Oh no, you can have some of this. Nope. You're not drinking enough. I just want that one. Okay, so this hasn't been. Wait, wait, hold on. What about what about this radio personality? I think I'm it's gonna, really cute too. You said Ebro. Yeah, he he's cute too, That's right? Ebro is. I like his personality. He I has like a nice personality. Now hold on. Any man that can make you laugh <laughs> and, and smile to mm-hmm. me, I think is is just a great attribute because I think, I think for the cute. simple fact. We need that women that's busy and that's focused and that's on their grinding. Yeah. We need a moment to just be like, you know what? You take away all of our pressure and all of our stress. And make you just me make feel me good. Feel good and make me laugh. Yes. So that's what I go off. I go off of energy. Okay, so let's get back to it. So all right, 50 boom. cents. 50 cents. What's mm-hmm. up with 50? Let me 50? tell you something. Everything about him, his business king. I am attracted to a smart business man. I love it. And he looks good. Dressed in street, mm-hmm. and suit. he could wear a suit. Man, that suit, that man the tailored suits, suit yeah. is like life for me. I lo- now now again tailored suit, <laughs> custom. Um, I don't like the loose. No, no. Yeah, we're the old Steve Hart. We're adults. Um, and Jay Z. Let me just say something about Jay Z. All right, now you know okay, Beyonce. Yeah. We'll check. I apologize, real have, But listen. I, I admire his intelligence, his, the way he utilizes his his street sense with the business, and he has built an empire. To me, right there alone, is just an attraction. So you're so it's not so much of the physical aspect. I don't for care you. about that. I don't it's care the business about that. Savvy. It's I'm the more intellect. the inti- intellect. Like I want to connect with you, spirit. I want to connect with you mentally and spiritually. Like I want to connect with. you. I mean, I think every girl wants that. I mean, I, I don't, don't really want, care. I don't about... want a guy that I can connect with that I don't even. I could cuddle with you all day and be happy. Like it's not even the physical part. Like oh my god, he's so sexy. Yeah, look at his muscles. Look at this. Yeah. For me, you don't even work out for your health, not because you're trying to look good. Yeah, I don't. Like, I'm okay that. with that. Like I got that. Like another token. Cause like I said, I've been wanting to chime in with you girls for you know the last. You no, know, I love days. this. I'm in heaven. Um, I'll talk about that, girl. Time. Hey, I I'm think man. when I first moved, I'm from the Midwest, by the way, okay. Ohio. Yeah, Detroit. That's okay. okay. Midwest. So I'm gonna be honest with you. The first time that I experienced racism was within our black culture mm-hmm. when I moved to the South, and it shocked me more than life. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a high yellow, red pick, you know, and we, regardless of what the assumptions are, we, we have our, our issues too. Like I have, I have issues that I deal with myself, but when I moved to the South, I never experienced racism like I did until I got there. Mm -hmm. And it was from a group of darker women. Mm -hmm. Elaborate, please. And I was so in awe because I'm like. But I go through the same struggles. Little do you know, you know, mm. because of my tone and because of my red pigments, it's hard for to be taken serious in a male-dominated you're industry. You're not here, you're not there. Right. Oh, definitely. In a male-dominated industry? This in, oh, mm. definitely. That's why I love because, this podcast. Because I really they look at it like, aspects. they look at it like, oh, you you know, you got a cute face. You can be, you can, you can go for the mix. And that's another thing. I hate when people ask that. What do you mix with? Please mm. stop asking me that. Don't, don't even ask that. Because it's just so, to me, it's rude. Mm. It really is. It's rude. Like, I can go to a market 
Um, it's a market that I love to go to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. an Asian lady literally came up to me, no bull. And she said, you you have Asian in you. I can tell your, your face don't lie. And I'm just like, but how do you walk up to people and say stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, when I moved to the South, that was the first time that I experienced racism. It was with some darker women. They said, oh, you don't, you got it easy. What are you talking about? Look at your color. And I said, are you, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Is that what Excuse happened? my language. Like you had it easy, or yes. was there type? We were having a conversation with them. No, you? we oh, were having just, just a conversation. Okay. It's like you don't even know what we're talking about. You have it easy. You're, you look at you. You're you're high yellow. You're you know. I'm like, are you serious? Did you feel I'm that like, way? And it bothered me because I was like, why would you think that? Because at the end of the day. I love working with all different type of women. Like, I, like I, that's my thing. I love it. But my thing is don't assume that just because I'm high yellow or I have red pigments or however you want to do that I don't have it hard. Did you understand where they were coming from when they said that? I did, that? but here's the thing. Okay. They didn't understand where I was coming from because of that's my key. color. That's key. Because of how light I am. They did not. They, this, this they is basically so just said, they basically just was like... Dismiss you. Stop. You, Listen, you got honestly, it easy. honestly, like your struggle isn't real. Once you right. sit down and you hear everybody's story and, and everybody's, you know, uh, their struggles, it's so ridiculous to know that we are treated based off the way that we look, based off the our our skin color, something that we can't control. We were born looking like this. Like mm-hmm. it's not that we choose to look a certain type of way. Which, by the way, right. I would never change my skin color. I would never change, you know, my features, my body. I would never change that because I learned to love it and embrace it. Period. Mm-hmm. But it is so sad that whether it is that you're light skinned or that mm-hmm. you're too dark right. or that you're in between, in between or whatever, right. that Are we you... we all mm-hmm. go through struggles based off our skin, based off our looks. Like yep. it's not based off your talent, of your intelligence, personality, nothing. It's so ridiculous that at this point I feel they say one person can't make a difference. Yes, you can. The way that you treat somebody else can make a difference for them to treat somebody else different. And we just need to come together. I know it sounds corny. Let's just all love each other. Okay, no. <laughs> but we do need no, to come together. Yeah. And oh, here goes this. Now that we're on a on a women talk show, um Oh Lord. Oh, she is not about to ask this no, question. No, 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 I'm not gonna ask anything <laughs> funny. But what I will say is ladies, ladies, oh, hold up. Go. Can y'all please this goes for y'all too? Stop hating so much. Stop hating so much mm. i'm saying in general we hate Listen, on, we find reasons high. to hate no, but it's, it's on other good, women for the smallest things it's whether so it's her though. hair her skin her butt her weight her this how tall how short you guys need to stop it the reasons why we are the way that we are is because we're so busy trying to destroy Listen. the other the other person like that is so messed up and it's the same reason why we don't grow and why we're we're not we're not building together. No, we need to support each other more. We're not. That's why I love this podcast called Women in Hip Hop because it's about women. Yes. It's about women. And I always say this. I'm sure y'all heard this at least for the fifth time. Um, this show is called Women in Hip Hop, but the hardest thing for me to get on this show is women. It's to get women well, guests. Of course. It's, but of course, why? But of course. Be- the reason why I'm saying that is, okay. I work in the industry as well. I work behind the scene. We are the talent behind the talent. And you see a lot of cattiness, competitiveness, and instead of collaboration, applause. But I got a platform to collaborate with you, sister. So why do you um, feel the need to not? You see a lot of different elements that 
that are not always positive. And women today, first of all, shout out to all the black women that's leading businesses, entrepreneurs, yes, because we are, we are killing, them. we are killing it. Even, you know, Let's we do again. the team naps over here. So, <laughs> yes. uh, look, I'm like, you see, we look crazy. We just got off the plane, everything. So, yeah, okay. Um, I find it, it's always interesting to, to watch and just to, to see how some women don't embrace others just because of how hard they're going or mm-hmm. how hard they're working. I think it's out of or, fear of feeling like it could only be one. So if it could only be one, then you would be that that's, one. That's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. It's, it's like, only one because it's we like refuse it's room, to collaborate. It's room we for everybody. We refuse to come together. You know that's I mean? why. And everybody has the same 24 hours, period. Ooh, tell there them. There is no if, ands, buts about it. There, There's no if, ands, buts. If you stop putting your energy into certain things and redirect it, and even redirect it with co- collaboration, mm-hmm. great things can always happen. Yeah. Period. I do. Like, I love working with women. Yes. I love working with all different type of women. Like, (laughs) I love it, but I also pay attention to women who don't applaud that Mm. or to women who will smile in your face but then go behind you and try you. Y'all fake. And it's always the one, and you let me know if you agree with this or not, it's always the ones I feel whole M.O. Or agenda. I was not supposed to be in this. You in it now? You in it now? I mean, seriously. I just feel like their whole agenda that they try to push to the masses, but behind the scenes is, is fraudulent. Is it's about women empowerment? The whole thing is, yep. I'm such and such about women empowerment. I remember just watching like television or like listening to the radio, or just watching like Instagram and seeing what a person is about. Then when I see them in person. I'm like, oh, what's up, girl? Because I know what you're about, woman empowerment. What's up, you know? And I get the, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I thought you was yeah. about, yeah. you know, collaborating and coming together mm-hmm. for a better cause. And, and I had to learn the hard way that that is just something to get money. That is something that's just as trending. Well, that is not something that is really sincere. Not, not, not in my case. I personally do it because I really do want to inspire women. I really do want to motivate women and not just women, people of, of oh sorry no. um of of wherever you may be i want to inspire and, and motivate people at the end of the day the day that i die i want to know that i left people inspired and they were motivated because of the energy and the things that i said yeah. so i don't do it because of the money because me inspiring and motivating you isn't giving me any money all i'm happy alone to know that you can come to me years later and say amara la negra right. did this and she, the right. way that i feel about Cela cruz right. like she only if she knew how was your words, your your spirit, who you were, inspired me so much that thanks to you, right, I'm here today. That's all I really want to do for other people. And here's so. another thing: what we have to learn, not even as women, just in general as human beings, is you never know honestly what a person's story is yeah. or what their yes. background is you never know how hard they ride for what they're they believe in yeah. based off of what they've experienced and we sometimes we don't listen to really listen you we listen only to listen reply. to just reply or just to be a part of a conversation it's not it's not always about okay Ooh, I want to feel like I'm important or I want to do this no take your time and really get to know a person or just say I'm always about okay Introduce yourself because you never know what that can bring to you. Mm -hmm. I'm always about that. It doesn't matter if it's social media, et cetera. But I'm also one of those individuals where I need some me time to reflect. Yeah. 
So I come off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can come off very to myself, but I'm really not like that. I love to be around people. I love to learn people. I love to pay attention to people because when I pay attention, I know how to I know how to approach you and I know how to communicate with you. And I guess that goes back to my profession in PR because I pay attention to everything. Mm, like right. I pay attention to your energy. I pay attention to even how you how you approach me. I pay attention to how you respond when I approach you. Right. Even in communication with media, I pay attention to all of that because I'm like, okay, now I know how I can deal with you and I know how to utilize our, our ongoing relationship or not utilize it, the benefits as both. So we have to kind of step back and just kind of pay attention a little bit more. And I don't think that we do that because we live in this pop culture, this instant gratification, like, mm. oh, we got to be a part of a trend or we got to be a part of this instead of really getting to know each other and say, you know what, let's collab on this. How mm-hmm. about that? Oh, let's just start a, a women empowerment movement. But who real really, one. But who really is actually taking the time to really, really do it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm so sorry that we've totally gotten yeah, away from Yeah, because I'm over here no, like, oh, no. I got it. I'm I, like, this is, this, and we're, this and look, good. and we are so light behind. I apologize, but nope. listen. Oh, this is. I know you're going to need this. I need this content, actually. You know, Girl talk. I need okay, this content. Because what I do want to say, shout out to, first of all, shout out to, because I don't want no one to get it all fucked up. <laughs> shout out to all the women that did come on this show yes. to inspire other women. Yes. I will never forget your contributions yes. and what you did as far mm-hmm. as helping me out on my platform. Right. Love you for it. Um, but a few of you have expressed the same feelings that we're expressing um, today. So, like, shout out to Nadeska Alexis, who's over there with Everyday Struggle. She felt the same way. She said she had issues with black women. Not to shade black women, but we're speaking our truth. And that's what it's all about. But I will say this. Um, this is not by coincidence. This was to happen Amen. to us. Amen. If you go back to the Willie Lynch agenda and the whole Jim Crow, this were this was put there for us to go against each other. So I empathize right. with it. I don't get upset. I don't hate. I have a lot of personal um, conflicts when it comes with that and I try to empathize with it and not take it personal even though it's hard but I know that it's not your fault sister it's not my fault right. and that's why I don't like to perpetuate the bullshit when it comes right. to it like come back from our parents too like, but, it but it goes further this, like yeah. this was put there if you look into Willie Lynch and I realize that this generation really do not read that's why i'm glad we're here in the vibe office library uh really do your research and realize that this really isn't your fault but if you educate yourself then you will understand how to break this cycle that's really a disease within our culture that's why i don't deal with the team light skin or team dark skin i refuse to do that now i'm not knocking i've been in y'all were talking about the colors and 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 i understand it on so many different aspects like when I hear Amara, that's why I appreciate your story. But like, cause I'm like, yeah, I understand. When I, when I hear Amara speak about it, yeah. you know, I understand her. But then also, you feel like your voice not being heard because because it's, it's like skin it's go like, through it too. But we really go through the same elements. It may not be on the same spectrum, exactly. But I but. We go through some of listen, the same. Listen, Mama, elements. listen to me. At the end of the day, we all go through struggles, okay? We've all been through some shit. We've all gone through some struggles. She does not we need get. nothing else to drink, by the way. And look, 
And then you even you supposed to be timing us because I just told no, you no, that. No, 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 because you had sat over here. I don't want you to <laughs> Look, go. I'm over here like, I got it. <laughs> so I, get I just want to uh, wrap up the whole team, light skin team, dark skin, because I've been in uh, personal confrontations when it comes to this. Even with friends, I just feel, again, it's perpetuating the agenda from the Willie Lynch, mm-hmm. and I refuse to do that. I understand that a lot of the team, dark skin in particular, do it to in support of each other because mm-hmm. you feel it's a lack of representation mm-hmm. like what Amara is saying but be mindful of when you do that you're causing a divide a division even more so within our mm-hmm. culture by doing that I understand that you might mean well but just be cognizant of what it's really doing to our culture and I really think that we come together like mm-hmm. we are on this table right. and talk about it and understand that yes light skin went through it too that's mm-hmm. why I, the reason why I refuse to do it like again because my mother's light skin and my two sisters are very lighter than me so I refuse to do team dark skin and just dismiss what my fellow light skin sister went through because I've right. seen them being bullied because by the way this skin. is orange juice thank yeah, you sure and they were called stuck up and all that stuff and I just mm-hmm. think you know it's fucked up my mother got booed going across her like stage to collect her diploma for no reason she didn't have friends she said because you know they it was the listen, light skin thing listen so I, I mean have everyone has struggled let me tell y'all something I everyone went to school struggled. with the with the exactly. hair the red brownish hair mm-hmm. light skin and all Ooh, used to get picked on and everything <laughs> about it what color what are you mixed with why is your hair blonde right here and it's reddish but trust me went through all of that so i totally understand but i also command like i said i command everybody's story because i believe that everybody has a background that has went through things that they don't even want to touch on but at the same time they made it their victory i think and and just to close that up like i said um i know that everybody's been through their struggles my respect whether you're light-skinned whether you're dark-skinned whatever the case may be um, like I said before, we need to stop hating so much and support each other a little bit more. I feel that myself, even though that I'm talking about the struggles for Afro-Latinos and women that look like myself, I'm always so open to support women that look like you or Caucasians or Latinos mm-hmm. or whatever you mm-hmm. are. I'm willing to support you. I don't care how you look. Like, I don't care. That's not my thing is who you are as a person. So the same thing, if you're light-skinned and you may ha- obviously you may have family members that look like myself, Support people that look like myself as well. Exactly. It's just a support factor. Exactly. It's just a support. I, I, I hate the fact that we even sound like we're dividing each other. Like, we're like this and you're like that. And no, it's just a support factor, period. So with that being said, moving on. Moving Jazzy on. is over here so slick, people. <laughs> I'm sitting you here, can't leave the shot. You look, I'm now. sitting here looking at her like, oh, we gonna have to shorten this up. We are listen. And is she over here like here? She pushes well, the she, she pushes the drink. Like, she pushes the drink over like you no ma'am. So okay, it's her fault. We're doing yep. But this is the part of the show that I like to call like confessionals. So a lot of these questions okay. are one worded answers. Okay, so it's kind of fun. So okay, one word. word. Okay, Good. one word. Almost, just about. One but word. But you're a talker. I'm a no, no, no. I can so get. You might have to elbow. I, I can I'm get. I can. <laughs> no, I can get right to the point. Go for it. Okay, now uh, I know you want to transition into mainstream. Yes. Um, and you do have our attention. If you can, what is your plan on sustaining our attention? You want one word for that? I don't think you can give that in one word. That's kind of hard. One sentence. Was- one word how one to sentence. how to sustain your, your, your attention mm-hmm. What's your plan all i have to do it? is be myself mm-hmm. but that alone being myself has gotten me to where i am right now all i have to do is be myself i don't expect any more or any less okay now true. would you do a complete album in english 
I wouldn't say that I wouldn't, but currently mm-hmm. I don't see it. If anything, I would do a Spanglish. I would never want to lose my essence. Mm-hmm. You know, throw a little Spanish in there, boom. But um, completely English and forget that I ever spoke Spanish, no. Dream collaborations. Rapper, <gasps> singer, producer. Yes. Beyonce, Rihanna, Nikki. Um, the list goes on. I love Pharrell. Um, Alicia Keys, girl, hit me up. Um, Erica Badu. I'm very open minded. I'm I'm such an artist. I just like music. Period. Right now, I know you say your thing isn't necessarily hip hop, but do you have a favorite female rapper? Since this is woman in hip hop, a female rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually ask people giving me their top five, and I ain't gonna do that with you today. Right, a female rapper. Um, who can I say that? I mean. I like Remy. I like Remy Ma. I like... Is that it's hard to just pick one? Because I like some things about Remy, but I like some some deliveries of Nikki. And I mean, like, a little bit... You know what I mean? Everybody has a little bit of something that I like. So mm. it's kind of hard to just pick one. Little Kim has a little thing, too. You know what I'm saying? Aww. It's kind of hard to just pick one. They're so good. Male rappers. Who's your favorite right now? Oh, my God. This is going to sound really corny, but I really like... I'm um, a little bit going old school. I guess Eminem. He is so dope. I really like Eminem. I just I like the like the real slim shitty back in those days, like just the swag and the flow. It's different than the music that you know they're hip hop right his now. Cypher, but though, the latest cipher he did. His cipher was, was his cipher was really dope. I mean, I like him. I like many others. I like Kanye. There's a little bit I like about everything. I like Jay Z a little bit. I like a little bit of a lot of people, but I personally really like Eminem. It's kinda weird. Do you have a favorite favorite artist of all time? If so who? Right now, I, I guess I of would have all to, time, so it doesn't have to be as of it, I can't pick one. I can't pick one because I live for Tina. Tina Turner. I live for Tina Turner, oh. but I really live for Beyonce because Beyonce is everything to me. She sings, she dances, she can act. She's beautiful. She's she's everything. So yeah. Okay. Um, we're remembering Whitney Houston. Um, the anniversary of her death was February eleventh, right? If you can, what is your favorite song by Whitney Houston? The um, the the which which one are you singing? The I will always love you. Yes, I like the I know the um I'm every woman. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I like that song. Every it's woman. Fun. Every woman. Yeah, it was her. It's, it's originally Shaka Khan. It's originally Shaka Khan. But yes. it but her the way she did was it was amazing. was pretty cool. That's another one. It's like you're asking yeah. me the hardest questions because, hello, how can you just pick one song? She's a freaking legend, an icon. She's everything. Huh? You can't pick one song. It's like pick one song from Prince or one Tupac song or one Biggie. Like, Girl, one, you know your hip-hop could one, play. One Michael Jackson song. Like That's hard. You can't pick one. <laughs> All right, I got last, uh, like, two, three questions. Dale. What would you say to your younger self if you could go back in that time when that hairdresser said her hair is unmanageable um manageable there you go great goose kick it in uh for the perm story i like to call it the perm story what would you say to because i I could just tell at that time it had to be like i wish i wish that i could have told myself this is just the beginning i wish i could have told that to myself because it took me some time to really process everything that was going to happen afterwards. If I would have known that that was just the beginning of of the struggles for me, that I really had to be tough starting that from that point on, I wouldn't have suffered as much as I did. I would have I would have I would have taken things differently. So, I would have told myself, this is just the beginning. Like get ready. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more. 
when it's all said and done, yes. how would Amara La Negra want to be remembered? I definitely want to be a legend. I, I, I don't I don't see myself being in history books, but who knows? Who knows? You know, because I'm still young. There's a lot that I can still do. There's a lot of things I want to do. Right. Um, but I want to be remembered for being a strong woman, for standing up for what I believed, for using my voice, using my social media platforms. Because I'm sure that years from now, Instagram will be like an old thing. Yeah. But um, I want I want people to remember that I use my social media to to promote something positive. That I inspired millions of people right. to to embrace and love who they were without caring what social with social um with social media or what society thinks that beauty really is. You know, there's a standard that you should look like this. And if you look if you look like this, you're beautiful. You have to look like Kylie or look like mm. Kim Kardashian or look like. No, you are beautiful just the way that you are, period. So I definitely want to be remembered for motivating and inspiring other people. Now, you did say something about the standard of beauty. I didn't want to ask this because we were looking at, um, I was looking at past interviews, like I said. Yes. And I don't know if you're really open with it, but I mean, as far as like my boobs, a plastic surgery. Okay. Are you open with well, that? Do you well, talk why about you that? this first? <laughs> Why did you relate this I don't, first? I don't know. As far as a so plastic surgery. We could keep it going. Reverse, reverse. reverse. Okay, reverse. <laughs> okay, okay. Only because to me that that was that was uh a I thing. Guess, no, not a thing. It was just it stood out. It was like obvious. Oh, because okay. I feel like people pick on you with your hair and I'm like, obviously, like her skin, she didn't get like melanin shots. I don't want to ask those questions. I feel like those that's, that's dumb. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like she's Okay, well, yeah. this is how I feel about but are you open about that? Yeah. And did you do it for yourself or did you do it at the time because of I'm open to about be it. I don't care. Nobody paid for it besides myself, so big <laughs> deal. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? Um I the only reason realistically why I did it was because I didn't like how clothes fit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to wear the the dresses, they had the thing, da, da, da. but not because I cared, because whoever really liked me before that or likes me is going to like me with or without boobs. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really care much for it. It was more like um, for the look. It was a personal it thing. It was a personal thing. And to be wanted. honest, I slightly kind of regret it a little bit. That was my next question. I regret it a little bit because I'm not, I, I wasn't used to it. It's, it's like a very, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to say Latina things because African Americans, you know, have it as well. But usually, when you have a lot of butt and big hips, you have small boobs, and my boobs were really tiny. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Or you could be Maybe. cursed with birth, both. Oh, okay. You could be cursed with both. Yeah. No, I'm. I, I always wish to have smaller boobs. Uh, I. I mean, I had. Okay. Well, I. <laughs> No, no, no. I had really small boobs. I had really small boobs and I had big hips. So I always wanted to be a little bit more even, like I said, because of wardrobe. I regret it a little bit now because it's obviously when I wear clothes now, I just feel like, oh, my God, they're in the way. Like when you run. It looks beautiful. Oh, thanks. Our own self imperfections that we just laughed at together. Yeah. See how we just talked about all of those. Yeah, you know. All right, guys. You know. Yeah. So I'm going to stop talking because. And you know what? And here goes another thing, too. For women that do have plastic surgery okay. or women that do want to get plastic surgery, I definitely want to be able to put this out there, too. If you want to do it, do it because you want to. Like I always say, not because you feel pressured. Like you have to. Or for a man. Some women, some women naturally don't have a big butt. But the way that society is right now, they make you feel you have to have a small waist, a big butt. You're, if you're not built like that, don't feel bad. Just embrace what you have. And if you want to get it, mama, 
Go yeah. save up your money. Income taxes money comes in. Go <laughs> lay away and pay little by little and get I'm your butt bad. done. Your butt, whatever. Whatever makes you happy. Be happy <laughs> is your life. This is why. This is what I deal with. It's all fun, but we also work. We work, but we have moments. She has a, a, a talk show that we do, you know, on our own. Yeah, we do. We do. It's so very. Can I come? Yes. No, it's so very interesting. It is. Oh, you should have heard our topics in your in waiting there, area. The topics were lit. We were and in. Why y'all ain't shared this for women? Because it, because it's about it was supposed to be about my career. Yeah, da, da, da. Yeah, but I can yeah. give you some of that. But I mean, I know the yeah, time is short. No, I can't. Next time. Next, next time. time. It was okay. so good too. Real quick, did you get those done here or or in out the out the country? Oh, I got them out the country. In Dominican Republic. No, I got them in Colombia. Oh, this is a great place. To, okay, okay. <laughs> Just wanted to share that. No, even I though I do have boobs, I I, st- I always thought and, about and getting them. Yeah. <laughs> place to go plus if you want to get you know like the smart light bulb and all that okay you know, that's take, too much they take that's out too much versus 80 percent like in the u.s you I'm know just, please i know a lot i'm a publicist trust me <laughs> what are you talking about we, oh we can have a whole podcast on that alone shout on, out to on, the plastic surgeon in Colombia. you know i'm just saying so with that being said, guys, feel free to follow me at Amara La Negra yeah, ALN. Follow, follow the client. At Amara La Negra. <laughs> at Amara La Negra ALN. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. Don't miss Love and Hip Hop Miami every Monday on BH1 at 9 p.m. And stay tuned for my new single, Insecure. Um, it's coming real soon. Um, I know that I didn't get to talk much about, you know, my label and my music and everything else. But stay tuned to that. Follow me on social media so that you guys can see the preview, which is coming out real soon. In the back, she was feeling a vibe, chilling, but they just started talking. And all right, <laughs> but have a great day. Wait, so I do this, I'm gonna do this like I do this on every episode. If you can sum it up in one word, the vibe since we're here at the vibe, le, 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 the vibe le, 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 that you're le, feeling le. right now. Sum it up le, in one word. You know what? I would say I feel empowered. Ooh. Ooh. High five. Wait, we don't do high fives. What do we do? Oh, okay. There we go. Thank you guys for coming to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. Amara Landrega. And Alicia. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> and I will see you guys later on the next time bye. of Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. Bye. <laughs>